Welcome back to the Living Out Love podcast. I am excited to talk to you today. This episode is sort of similar to one I did a few weeks ago where I talked about the thought I should have known better and working with your thought patterns. This episode, we are talking about emotional patterns. And specifically, the emotion I'm going to be talking about is confidence. This may not be an issue for you, but it is for me. And so we're going to use it to demonstrate um, just some some things. We're going to demonstrate some things about emotional patterns. Um, some things. I hope you're really excited for the things that, that we'll be talking about. So uh, let me hop to it. I'll get to my notes and then I'll speak more eloquently. So I've been thinking about confidence a lot lately. As a channel and a medium, it's a pretty important skill to feel confident because the sensations that I receive, they can be very subtle. And if I'm not confident about what I'm sensing, then I won't relay the message properly. In my other jobs, you know, as a mom, as a leadership development facilitator, as a business owner, confidence is really important also. My children are three and four, and so we are eking out of the toddler phase soon, but right now they still need a parent who is not afraid to set the direction, to set the tone, who can see their upsets and not have a meltdown in response, who can confidently manage the toddler-sized feelings. Um, but I often feel, sh I fall short sometimes when it comes to toddler emotions, even though I can, you know, I can help them name the feelings and feel the feelings. I, I struggle to set the direction. I was just a born people pleaser. I came out of the womb that way. So my, my natural instinct is not to set the direction, but to ask others what they want to do, which of course is not always the best course of action with young kids. So that's, you know, confidence as a mom that I've got going on. Then in my job as a leadership development facilitator, we take organizations through intense and vulnerable conversations. We work a lot in multicultural settings, and there is a lot of unhealed hurt amongst people of different dem demographics. Things are often messy and uncomfortable, and they almost always appear worse before they get better. And as the facilitator in those conversations, it's important that I can confidently hold the space for the participants, that the process works, that it's worth it, that they're okay. And so in many facets of my life, aside from my intuitive business, I need to show up as a leader at times and ideally a confident leader. And I have a lot of natural and learned leadership skills. So stepping up in that area is natural for me. So I'm not going to lie, it can be exhausting. If I had to be a leader all day, I mean, I could spend half my day being confident and leading people around, but then the other half, I could be alone in my house, just, you know, taking a nap. That would be great. <laughs> in case you're wondering, that's not how my life looks right now. I'm trying to be a confident leader more often than not, which is why it's on my mind. But I digress. So the point is, I've been thinking about confidence and the role that it plays in my life. And specifically with regards to my intuitive business and with my work in multicultural leadership. And I have to say, confidence is something I struggle with. When I do feel it as an emotion, as a vibration in my body, it almost feels like something has gone wrong. It's like I get a one-two punch. The first punch is the confidence and the second feeling is something's about to happen. 
it's like this moment, it feels fleeting. It's going to, something's going to happen. It's going to take me down, which let's be real. Something is going to happen because that's life. But then I'll get back up again because that's life. So then why do I struggle with confidence? I mean, there's probably not just one reason, but for me, I've learned that I always, and I mean always, I always want to be better. I'm always looking back at experiences and wondering what I could have done better. So when confidence is feeling uncomfortable, it's when I'm feeling it in a way that isn't allowing me to be open to self-improvement. Meaning I'm feeling it in a way saying like, I've done it. This is it. This is as good as it gets. Yay, I mastered it. Let me say, and it's entirely possible to feel confident and still be open to looking at where you can improve. But that's not a state of being that I've accomplished yet. For me, when I feel confident, it's only because I think I've mastered something. But then I very quickly realized you can't master anything. That's impossible. And so then that confidence, it's like it just wipes my knees out from underneath me. So for me, when I feel confident, it feels like a celebration of standing in my light and my highest self. So when I'm actually in the feeling of confidence before the knees being jerked up from under me, it, it feels like, ta-da, this is me, yay, my highest self. It feels like the leading, allowing others to react, knowing that I've got this, I'm steering the ship. It's all right if you guys lose yourself because I've got this. And when I'm leading others, I do have that type of confidence that, that would allow for things to come up and for me to adjust. And a lot of those difficult multicultural conversations, I do have that confidence. I'm like, yeah, this thing that you're going through that's really scary right now, everybody goes through this. It's going to get better. I can, I can hold that space very confidently because I've done it enough times. I've seen enough things. But in my own personal reflections, in my parenting, in my, even in my business sometimes, I am rarely that confident. I look back at the leader that steered the ship and I play it in my mind over and over again to see what I could have done better. I do that for so long that I actually lose the confidence I had while I was in the moment. And what begins as a process of self-reflection quickly turns into a process of self-doubt. That's the emotional pattern piece. I'm feeling confident. I start to self-reflect and it turns into self-doubt. Every time. Does that, does that ever happen to you? Do you ever start to question yourself out of positive motivation to be your best, but then end up sliding into self-doubt and judgment? What do we do about that? And I don't exactly have the answer as I'm in the middle of figuring it out myself, but I have identified this as an emotional pattern that I would like to change. I do not believe that it's serving me, but I'm not on the other side yet. I am going to share my observation so far because I think it will be helpful. Confidence is about belief in self. Do I believe I'm capable of managing whatever may arise in this situation? Do I believe I'm interpreting the circumstances around me in an effective and accurate way? Do I believe that I will rely on spirit when I need to? 
And the thing is, we're all here. We're all alive. We all made it this far. So, of course, we have evidence that we should be confident in our ability to navigate the world. We have evidence because we're still standing. And we should also have plenty of evidence that we will mess it up. We will hit send on an email that we wish we hadn't. We will lash out while we're emotionally hijacked and wish we could take it back, etc. So what if our confidence came from our belief that we would just keep going? Whatever it is that comes up, we'll just keep going. A long time ago, I was doing free readings um, to make sure I was ready to start my intuitive business. So I had one reading where I went blank. I just sat there. I couldn't even hear the proverbial crickets. I paused, took a deep breath, and asked the client a different question to try and shift the energy. It worked. Once I changed the direction of the reading, information started flowing through again. And after that reading, I realized my worst case scenario has already happened. That was my biggest fear that I'd be in a reading and then. I wouldn't hear or sense anything. I would just go blank. And I would have to tell the client, I'm so sorry, but apparently I'm not a channel and a medium, so you can have your money back. Oops. That was my worst fear, that I was just going to go blank. And there it was. It happened. That was my worst. It happened. I went completely blank. But I paused, took a breath, and I managed it. I was able to be the leader. I was able to set the direction and steer the ship, and we eventually got where we needed to go. Isn't that ironic? In my least confident moment, I was still able to lead. So perhaps my experience of confidence is just not going to show up the way I thought it should. Perhaps I won't feel confident in the moments that I wish that I would feel confident, and that's okay. Maybe confidence was never really the goal. Maybe leadership was. Is confidence a great feeling to have? And is it helpful and will it serve you? Absolutely. But is it absolutely necessary for me to be successful? No, it is not. And regarding my emotional pattern, how my self-reflection can often slide into self-doubt and self-judgment. I'm still working on it, obviously. I'm sure it's not the only area of my life in which good intentions do not always lead to helpful outcomes. My good intention being self-reflection and bettering myself. And for now, it's not an urgent problem to be solved. This emotional pattern, it can be there. I will carry it with me. I will send love to the problem. I'm defining it as a problem, but it's not. I'll send love and... I'll send it to myself whenever I notice it. I'm not in a hurry. I will heal the pattern when I'm ready to, whenever I've learned whatever I need to learn, whenever I've developed some new muscles that will make it easier for me to release the pattern as it is now. In the meantime, I'm just going to allow it to stay. And while my pattern of self-reflection immediately turning into self-judgment will almost always lead to a loss of confidence. It also leads to a lot of learning. It's not a perfect pattern, but it is helpful. It has served me in many ways, and I'm going to allow it to keep serving me. When I notice that I'm being critical to the point of losing my confidence, I'm not going to judge myself about that. 
my goal is always to learn and improve. And if a little loss of confidence comes along with it, that in and of itself isn't so much of a problem for now. Not if I'm able to be the leader I want to be in my life. So I'm just going to allow it to be there and I'm going to allow it to slowly evolve over time. And I'm not always the leader I want to be. That's the whole reason I started thinking about confidence. Because when I do feel confident, I feel like a better leader. But my feeling of being a better leader does not necessarily mean that that's others' experience of me. I can't know what others' experience of me is. And perhaps my confidence relies too much on the feeling I have during a situation. If something is difficult, should my confidence slip? Even if I know I have it, if it gets hard, do I stop feeling so sure? I have to say that those patterns are harder to dissect because it changes in different areas, i.e. parenting versus leadership versus my own business. The times I do and don't feel confident vary widely across those three areas of my life. And I guess what I'm wanting you to see here is that this is something I'm working on. I'm in the middle of it right now. I'm stewing. I am stewing around in these questions. And I've invited you into the messy pot. But I'm going to allow it to serve me the way that it has while I work through the process. So for you in your own life, whether it's about confidence or leadership, about self-reflection, self-betterment, or something else entirely, when you notice a behavior pattern or an emotional pattern that you suspect isn't serving you to your highest and best good, you don't have to rush to fix it. It's not an emergency. Allow it to be there. Urgency is always a sign of ego. Make friends with that part of you. Love that part of you. Allow yourself to stew in it for a little while, to be curious and be open to what the universe tells you. It will take the time that it takes. It will reveal itself. And regarding confidence specifically, I'd like to end by saying this is a wonderful feeling, but it's not my goal. I know it's a lot of people's goal to feel confident. It's not my goal. Even other people have the goal that I would feel more confident. It's not my goal. What is more important is the outcomes I create in my life. If the outcomes are in alignment, then I'm not going to be too quick to judge my process. In the case of my intuitive readings, I tell myself that my confidence matters, that the readings are better when I'm confident. But that's not actually how the feedback always lines up. There have been plenty of readings when I felt not confident and the client was blown away and it changed their life. That has happened more times than I care to admit to myself because my ego wants to run away from that. But that's why confidence is not necessarily my goal. The powerful reading is my goal. In that example. And back to the emotional process. While I do hope that I can learn to self-reflect without immediately sliding into self-judgment, I love that I'm a learner. I love that I always want to do better. I'm going to learn that self-reflection part of me. I'm going to love that part of me. And I'm going to love the part of me that wants to jump to self-judgment. For me, in this moment, my goal is just to love myself 
exactly as I am. And I will enjoy the feelings of confidence when I have them. And when I don't, I will love myself just as much. And wherever you are in your emotional patterns, I hope you're at peace with them. I hope you're loving yourself through the process of your growth. We are all learning and improving people. And we are all already perfect. We are human. And we are divine. And we just happen to be swimming around in a real messy soup of thoughts and feelings and patterns and outside circumstances. So let's make the best of it. Have a good day, loves. Be kind to yourself. Talk to you next week.